Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 93 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raspberries, with my co-host, The Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. Buck, we have some some disgustingness, truly some disgustingness. And we also have uh, some stories that were submitted by a good friend of the shows uh, for this episode. Uh, I think we're going to start out with the most disgusting one we've ever had, though, Buck. Truly, it might be the most disgusting story we've ever had on the show. That's strong, dude. 90, 90, what? 93 episodes? We are 93 episodes in, yeah. Yeah. And, we're, we're, you know, 93 episodes, folks, that's a long time. If you're going to go ahead and assert that this is the most disgusting we've had, man, I'm I'm uh, I'm ready to go. Let's uh let's go ahead and take off. Well, this story comes from the New York Post. A Louisiana, yeah, a Louisiana, I can't even say it. It's a state. Louisiana teacher admits giving kids cupcakes laced with husband's sperm. A sick Louisiana teacher has pled guilty to giving her students cupcakes with her husband's sperm. Cynthia Parker, 36, admitted to a slew of disturbing sex crimes, including child pornography, second-degree rape, and uh, mingling of harmful substances. I have no idea what that... You, each, each state usually has a law about... Uh, tampering with someone's food and I guess that's what it is in Louisiana uh, she is to set to take a plea deal in Livingston on Monday the teacher and her now ex Dennis Perkins were arrested in 2019 on more than 150 sex related charges including sexually abusing a child together Cynthia was also hit with the harmful substance charge after she put Dennis's sperm into cupcakes that she gave to her students at Livingston Westside Junior High School under the plea deal, Cynthia had 68 other charges against her dismissed and will have to testify against Dennis at his upcoming trial. She not only waived any right to appeal and attempt to avoid conviction, but she also spared the victims uh, from reliving the horrific crimes during uh, this particular trial, uh, said the district, I'm sorry, the uh, attorney general from Louisiana. Cynthia will be sentenced to 41 years in prison on Friday, authorities said. She filed for a divorce from her husband in the wake of the arrest and alleged that Dennis had manipulated her into committing the crimes. The couple were busted after authorities received a tip at the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Investigators later found nude photos of them with the minor. Cynthia reassigned from Westside Junior High School the day after her arrest while Dennis was fired from his deputy role at Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office. Dennis is scheduled to face trial on May in May on 150 criminal charges. So you think that ranks five? Up? Yeah, I mean, yeah, five. It's a five all day long, but I'm just I just wanted to get that right out of the right out of the gate. Five. Five. There's just holy crap-a-roo, dude. There's a lot there's, to unpack there. Oh, ho, ho. But I love how like they, they wait to the very end of the article to say, oh, by the way, he was a sheriff's deputy. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know what, though? That's 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 clever literary device there, man. Like, little shock factor. Like, you know... Ooh. I think it's a pretty there's, big deal. <laughs> well, we, 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 we got a sheriff's deputy and a fucking teacher. 
You got a yeah. sheriff's deputy and a teacher. Yeah. One who's supposed to protect the masses and one who's supposed to mold the future. Hmm. Like, hmm. What what a what an interesting way to contribute to every PSA that will ever be written. Uh, like, holy crap. It really is. I mean, it, when I say it was the most disgusting story, you thought I was thinking like you know, some physically disgust. No, this is like makes you actually disgusted to hear it. Of everything, yeah. They did. And now they're sensationalizing the whole cupcake thing, but they're they're finding that these two raped children, you know, let alone they they fucked up some cupcakes, but they were raping children, taking pictures of, making pornography, and these are people that are supposed to be the protectors of children. Nation, like they, these, they, this is their job. They're both there to protect children, and instead they are getting their sexual kicks from them. Yeah. I mean, there's... Wow. Just... See, yeah, we, wow, we, wow. we typically pick these stories because it's like, well, let's let's find something here we can joke about and make fun of, you know? And uh, no, not so much with this one. This is tr- positively disgusting. It really... That it's, wow. Like, there's... I, I don't even... I don't even want to, like, try and make fun of these people. Like that, that there's a time and a place for humor, but wow, this is this is not it. There's there is nothing good or or amusing, you know, remotely remotely amusing to extrapolate from this entire shit blizzard. Like no, these people are scumbags. Yeah, like, and, and you know that, she she's talking protective custody for the rest of her goddamn life. Him too, if he doesn't hang up, because that, that's a very real possibility. I would think. And, you know, I'm actually inclined to uh, uh, not agree, but just right out of, right, you know, with the little information that we have, that she was coerced or manipulated into these, you know, acts with him, I I, I almost want to believe that. Like, I kind of almost want to believe that. And that's an afterthought. Like, regardless, it doesn't matter whether she manipulated into it or not. You know, you're you're a scumbag. That's that's long and short of it. It's just, you know, as an afterthought, I'm like, hmm. I wonder. I wonder if, you know, hmm. You know, it doesn't change anything. Like I said, just you know, afterthought. But either way, five all day long. These people are, uh, you know, reprehensible human beings, and really just, you know, move on. Well, our next story comes from NewsNationNow.com. Arizona priest resigns after thousands of invalid baptisms. Now, uh, Buck, you, I'm not sure if you're comfortable with me asking this, if you, if, how much you know about uh, Catholic baptisms. Lots. Go on. Extrapolate. Well, I mean, like, baptism happens typically in the Catholic faith, from what I recall, right after your you know, shortly after birth. Okay, so and, Buck doesn't you know, know nearly enough. Uh, anybody in, of the Christian faith participates in baptisms, not just Catholics. Just remember that all Catholics are Christian, but all, not all Christians are Catholics. Uh, a baptism can occur at any time. Most people like to have their babies baptized, but it can happen at any time. It can happen in your 30s. It doesn't matter. Uh, this is a huge problem for the Catholic Church, especially, but any any denomination of the Christian religion, because the church 
is what actually they, they whether you are married or not according to the state matters not to the catholic church it is all about them so if you marry while you're in the catholic church and then you get on the judge and you get a divorce doesn't matter the catholic church still considers you to be married because there isn't they, they don't believe in divorce annulments perhaps uh, but that is not an annulment like the judge would issue this is an annulment that the church would issue so uh, you, you know, you get a divorce while well, you're still committing adultery. Even if, if you've remarried 10 years later, had three more kids, it's adultery because you're still married to that original woman. So a lot of things happen with Catholic baptism. A, a Catholic priest in Arizona has resigned following a church investigation that found that he performed thousands of invalid baptisms through most of his 20-year career. The baptisms were deemed invalid due to the wording used during the religious ceremony. Dr. I'm sorry, yeah, Dr. Father Andres Arango, who performed thousands of baptisms, would say, we baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. But according to Bishop Thomas Olmsted of the Diocese of Phoenix, the words, we baptize, should have been, I baptize. Uh, in a statement obtained by Nation News, the diocese said the issue with uh, using we is that it's not the community that baptizes a person. Rather, it is Christ and him alone who will preside over all the sacraments. Shrugging off the invalid baptisms isn't an option for most worshipers because it affects uh, sacred practices of Catholic, uh, sorry, for Catholics, such as confirmation and communion. And according to the Diocese of Phoenix, that confusion could also affect marriages. Arango has apologized for his mistake in a statement saying, it saddens me to learn that I have performed invalid baptisms through my ministry as a priest regularly using an incorrect formula. The diocese is aware of the confusion and that may cause parishioners and has set up a website for anyone who believes they have an invalid baptism. The diocese says baptisms that Arango con uh, conducted after June 17th of 2021 are presumed to be valid, but anything before that, you know, <laughs> So, well, at this, least, at this least, dude was yeah. doing this for 20 years. And now if, uh, you know, followers of the Catholic faith, all of a sudden, you know, they could have been baptized 20 years ago, but now everything they've done up into their life now could be, you know, uh, invalid according to the church. And if you're a staunch follower of the, of the church, then that is a huge, huge problem for you. But what if, uh, what if one of those invalid baptism uh, recipients grew up and became a priest dun 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 <laughs> i'm telling you what man we may have just uh we may have just uncovered like a huge rip in the uh, catholic space-time continuum <laughs> oh like you've done irreversible damage like you've made priests that have conducted baptisms which are now all invalid <sighs> Shame, like there, 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 there could be irreparable damage on a scale of which you will never know. Let alone all the kid touching and stuff. You know, whatever. You know what though? See, you know, I might be a very poor person to really deliver any commentary on this because of my own like very loose and liberal religious, you know, beliefs. Because, you know, in my eyes, you know, the Almighty would be like, okay, 
I get what you were doing. There's been a lot of damage here. And, uh, you know, do the other acts and stuff like that. I'm just going to go ahead and give you a mulligan on this one. I'm just going to go ahead and wash the slate clean. Get it right from here on forward. You've stuck your foot in it. We're going to clean your shoe off and you keep on walking. Like, that's like that's that's how I would view the the almighty's, you know, perspective on this situation. It's like, he's a good dude. Like, he didn't purposely do this. There, there was no malice here. And uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and wave 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 my finger on this one and just make it make it so like it's all right well just, like i just i mean at some point really, consider considering the the vast number of their faithful who are going to be affected by this could the, could the pope not just step in and say you know what yeah i, I talked to the dude last week we're good <laughs> that's what i'm saying like all right had a, had a discussion up there and uh and you know judge ruled that uh, that we're okay, you know. Thumbs up, you know. We're gonna go ahead, slap on the wrist. Shame on you, but you'll get it right from here on out. And you know, uh, you know, the whole premise behind forgiveness and repentance is benefit of the doubt. So uh, you know, we'll just keep on plugging along, doing my good old work. You know, like where where is the Pope? Like what? Yeah, where is he? Like he should be like okay. You're right. You're absolutely right. The Pope should have stepped in and been like, all right, this hat ain't heavy for a reason. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take... I'm it, is take a hell, it is a hell of a hat. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take this thing off and then we'll just we'll just replace it with a different burden for now. Let's take this elephant one bite at a time. If I got to sign off on a whole shit ton of paperwork, let's do it. I, You know, I, I have a hard time giving this guy... Like anything that even resembles a score, I'm just gonna have to follow your lead on this one because I, I have a hard time. Yeah, I just have a hard time with it. You know, my wrapping my mind around around it. Right on. I just do. Okay, Buck, we're back, and I've got some. <laughs> I got some stuff for you, Buck. Um, you remember our good friend Guido Finelli? Is uh, is this our rent a hitman guy? This is the rent a hitman guy. Uh, we've had- oh man, oh good, <laughs> good, good, good. I love this guy, man. Let's do it. So we've had several stories about this website on uh, on the show, and unfortunately, when we read the news stories, they typically have a quick synopsis about it. So we're gonna tell the we're gonna play Spider Man story here, and we're gonna tell the origin story a few times, I'm sure. But our first website comes from WAFB nine. Website reports 14-year-old girl after she attempted to hire a hitman to kill her ex-boyfriend. Police arrested a 14-year-old girl on Valentine's Day after they were notified she used a website to find a hitman to kill her ex. And today we learn she's not the only one who used this same site to do this. The website rentahitman.com. When you type in the URL and pull up the pages, you're greeted with a website offering to reward work employees, offering ready-to-work employees willing to carry out your darkest desires, even if that means murder. (laughs) Baton Rouge Police, a 14-year-old girl, searched for this site and found someone to kill her ex-boyfriend. The website administrator, Guido Finelli, contacted... uh, BRPD back in January notifying them of the girl's motives. 
we conducted an investigation on it and thought the course of our investigation we learned the information was indeed placed on the website we made contact with the 14 year old girl and then arrested her for soliciting to kill her ex-boyfriend police say that although this she's the first known in louisiana to attempt to hire a hitman using the site others from outside the state have landed behind bars for failing in their say for the same fake propositions rentahitman.com has helped police catch people looking to commit acts of violence all over the country the website has been featured on major outlets including cnn and rolling stone magazine as well as the social liability podcast the website has been in existence for 17 years and has been beneficial to law enforcement in sharing information scrolling through the website you'll find they try to appeal to a very uh, a variety of targets rather willing to ask for the unthinkable including people who hate their job and of course upset exes all posts and even ads are written sarcastically a tone that is not <laughs> that clearly is immediately recognized by everyone <laughs> you also find fake testimonials from so-called customers with their images blurred enough evidence to uh, convict a teenager I'm sorry even though evidence to convince a teenager that she's hiring a hitman contract killer uh, people do take it seriously the information has gotten uh, and shared with law enforcement has been beneficial in stopping things from occurring Finelli was unavailable for interview but did share with us an email of his appreciation for the BRPD and told us he hopes that quote the intended victim receives the help and support they need coming out of this okay <laughs> I mean, Buck, we've talked about the website a couple times. It is so sarcastic. I mean, everything on there is just the, the whole time they were talking. Like the last time we did this was when COVID first started. They were talking about their COVID nineteen protocols. It was priceless. Yeah. And oh, they, they, oh yeah, they, they really don't spare any opportunity for making making an ass out of somebody. They really don't. Well, we, uh, I told, uh, so this happened, uh, this is like the third time we've done Rent a Hitman, but the first time we did it was when the, the podcast was in its infancy. And uh, we got a message from Guido Finelli saying that, you know, he heard the podcast and, you know, we, we were covering it. That was cool. And that was like one of our really cool things. That, okay, people are actually listening to what we have to say. So that's kind of cool for us. Uh, but I reached out to Guido now and told him, hey, we're going to be uh, doing another Rent a Hitman story. Uh, he says, thanks for the heads up. I just wanted to share a few interesting cases I've been working with uh, the past couple of months. Uh, first one, a subject in the Midwest tried to frame a convicted pedophile by submitting a request to murder four individuals. The alleged solicitor was asked two questions and said, yes, they wanted services. A week later, they submitted a follow-up, this time contained images containing child pornography. The FDI has identified the submitter and they are in much deeper trouble than the person they tried to frame. <laughs> The investigation is continuing. Nice. <laughs> Number two, a juvenile and his father were arrested for submitting a request to have a judge murdered. The case was initiated within hours of a solicitation due to the severity. Authorities were easily able to identify the individuals because they provided their real names on the web form and the juvenile made corroborating statements uh, incriminating his father. The judge was unharmed. <laughs> And number three, a 14-year-old in Louisiana solicited to have her ex-boyfriend taken out. And I didn't tell him which um, 
which story we were covering. I just told him we were doing it again. But he gives a little bit more detail into this one. She provided his name, photo, and when he gets off the bus. And this is what his mother looked like. <laughs> on the surface, this appeared to be a cry for help from a young girl, and I requested a welfare check on her for the check for possible abuse. Two students went, I'm sorry, two schools went on lockdown, school police were on alert, and the parents were contacted. The mother of the intended target wanted to press charges and urged police brass to do so. The juvenile was then arrested and is now in juvenile hall. She appeared to be a good student who just acted in anger uh, over the breakup. The news media has completely spun this story out of control. Uh, there are, so uh, the story is a little bit different. Uh, this, we're actually, you know, this is the, the guy. This is the guy that did it. And, you know, there, he's telling us that that news article is, uh, is, mm. is not quite there. <laughs> so right. just because it's from a reputable outlet, and this story is everywhere, Buck. Uh, so I made sure that I go through several papers. Now, I assume they were all, once, once you find stuff from the Associated Press, usually you're like, okay, this has been vetted. But apparently not entirely. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they definitely put a lot of melodrama into the uh, into the news stories, and it, that's that's their uh, whole the whole idea is like, hey, look, look at this website. This website's funny. <laughs> We're gonna get people to click on our stuff, but reality is, that there's okay. So we've discussed this before, and I'm gonna do it again. When you get those phone calls saying, hey, I um, I, I I'm a Nigerian prince. And uh, I, I need you to help me get my money out of country using Amazon gift cards, you know, whatever. But th there's a reason that they're so stupid. The calls are so stupid. The emails are so dumb because the people that will, will fall for them you aren't going to know they ever got scammed or won't be willing to tell people they got scammed. And you, you're, you're looking for the people who are not ever going to get caught because they didn't um, go out and like so try, to, try to solicit somebody from the CIA. This is something that is so stupid that, that they attempted this and they're able to investigate that and a lot of times prevent crimes from happening because the, the dumbest people that want to commit these crimes are falling for the act of the website. So uh, it's a great thing, but when you have the news agencies are like, ha ha, this is funny. It's, it's kind of not in a way. Um, we, we, we poke mm. fun at it because some of the ridiculous things that have happened. But I think this highlights that, you know, there's a lot of times that school, uh, newspapers rather, will sensationalize a story and everyone will just feed off of it instead of actually giving the, the, a lot of the details about it that actually well, I mean, make more sense. It, it, you know, you look at, look at the email that you got from the guy, you know, it's not that a wellness check was, you know, like he actually requested the wellness check on this girl. He did because like, he thought not it, was, like, he, it was a fourteen-year-old girl. Right. It, it, but it you know, a, was, the was, point it, is, he was a cry for help, and he was and he was trying to get her the help he needed. And right. They have since since the news got a hold of it. All of a sudden, it's gotten so much worse. And that that was my point. You know, like he didn't. He made it abundantly clear. Like he, this wasn't somebody trying to commit a crime. Like the second guy and his kid trying to trying to hit a judge this is this is just an like this appeared more to be an emotionally disturbed and you know just very upset young lady 
and he he didn't ask for the police to go out there. He didn't ask for a well, five alarm alert. For, for a for he a asked for a, a wellness check. A wellness check will involve the police. Just so I understand that, but but it's a little bit different than you know. We, we got someone hiring go a contract killer, right? Right. It's a, it's a little bit different than that. You know, a wellness check is is far different than a five alarm like go out there guns blazing. Yeah. You know, and and he even said it. It's like it appeared to me that it was just a cry for help. You know, and the news got a hold of it and made it made is trying to make this poor kid a monster. When all of and in all reality, all she needed was or all she still needs is is some help. I'm not going to rate that. Either way, I'm not. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not going to rate it. I don't I'm rate not. Kids. I'm not giving. Nope. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Our last story comes from the New York Times. Florida woman used pandemic relief loan to pay a hitman. Police say, but he's not a Florida man. Maybe a Florida woman, but that still means one thing. Florida man, Florida man, does whatever the fuck he can. Makes headlines every time. Florida's paradigm. Look out. Here comes Florida man. The Paycheck Protection Program is intended to help businesses meet their payroll during the pandemic. But scores of people have faced charges that they used the federal loans money on extravagancies like Ferraris, Lamborghinis, jewelry, and lavish vacations. Now the authorities in Miami say a woman uh, there went to another extreme using part of the $15,000 she received uh, to pay a hitman. The woman, Jasmine Martinez, 33, received the loan on April 20th, 2021. Two weeks before a man wearing a black hooded sweatshirt shot Lashote Jones to death as she walked to her apartment building with her three-year-old daughter. In an arrest warrant dated February 9th, Ms. Martinez made withdrawals from her bank account totaling more than $10,000 in the days before the killing. The police arrested Ms. Martinez and a Ramiel Robinson, a man Miss Martinez was in a romantic relationship with, on charges of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder in the killing of Miss Jones, 24, a Transportation Security Administration employee at Miami International Airport, according to arrest warrants in the case. Miami-Dade police last week also announced the arrest of Javon Carter, an ex-convict they believed to be the hitman. Mr. Carter was charged with first-degree murder and attempted murder of Mrs. Jones' daughter, who was grazed by bullets in the attack. The police found a video on Mr. Carter's cell phone, taking about two hours after Mrs. Jones' killings, in which he is uh, there counting a large sum of money and saying, just another day in the office. Police believe the shooting was the culmination of a long antagonism between the two women. Uh, Felon Zeropli a lawyer representing Miss Martinez said in a statement on Tuesday night that Miss Martinez, quote, has always denied any involvement in this tragedy since the first time law enforcement approached her last summer. Jonathan Jordan, a lawyer representing Mr. Robinson, did not immediately respond to requests for comment on Thursday, and it was unclear whether Mr. Carter had a lawyer. The program under which police uh, allege Miss Martinez obtained a loan as part of the coronavirus aid relief and economic security act the federal government is waiting to get the relief money out fast uh, waiving much of the vetting that lenders traditionally do on business loans because of the absence of those standards being met fraud was highly likely so she actually pulled it off she actually got a hitman 
The question is where you should get them. Obviously, it wasn't through our friends at rentahitman.com. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I mean, she didn't get a government-contracted killer, but she did get a government-paid-for killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, <sighs> that's terrible. I'm a, I'm a horrible person. But this is this is like not a funny episode at all. Everything we're doing is dark and horrible. So if you're here for comedy, know, folks, I am sorry. That's why I, list, I don't know. That's we why I a... list this under entertainment and not comedy. You know what? Though we did have a little laugh about the priest, but I digress. You know, she's using uh, government stimulus money to have somebody off, and then is denying it. That's that's a special kind of screwed up to uh yeah to do that and, and and you know what kind of of person you know what kind and I'm not saying person that's that's not fair what kind of life does a person have to live in order to escalate to the point where killing somebody is just another day at the office well, you know, and you can't, and, 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 and with that, you can't even say it was a crime of passion or, or, or a mental, a temporary mental instability or anything of that nature, because you have to plan it out. You have to get the money. You have to then pay said hitman. There's logistics here. There's, yeah. Like, there, there, yeah. I mean, like. It may not be the there's, pictures there's, on the wall with the red string, but there is planning. Yeah. And there's a planning and an execution phase to this. Like first degree murder total. I, I totally, totally all day long, you know, well charged, but you know, I just, again, you know, the, I'm, t I'm referring more so to the hitman. Like people, people have had hard lives in my opinion to, to escalate into, eh, you know what? I think mental illness might play a factor in some of it, but you know, just the fact that you can, just frivolously discard human life like that is just meh to me. Meh. Like, meh. like well, uh, well, uh, what, 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 what do you, what do you, uh, what do you think this person deserves as far as the score goes? Oh, we got murder, dude. This is a five all day long. Nah. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> I agree. I agree with your assertion. Well, uh, folks, that's going to bring us to an end of another episode. Sorry it's a day late, but life happens. You can catch us about every Saturday and usually on Wednesdays now uh, as we go up, put new episodes out uh, on just about every platform you can imagine, whether it be Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Apple Podcast, or CastBox. But you can also find us at times on YouTube or any other you know, platform out there for podcasts. Lord knows we're getting picked up all over the place. A uh, special thank you to our friend Guido Finelli. And that'll be all for this week, folks. And we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>